0: Awesome. Well hello thank you so much for saying yes to this you are now my second um like interview I guess you could call it so we started a podcast and so I'm like just barely getting my feet wet into this whole thing and so you came to mind because I don't have any experience with horses and I was like Katie loves her horse and okay. so I just that's kind of why I wanted to talk with you so
1: thanks so much for making Aww. a little spot in your day. Well, thanks for thinking of me. It's so sweet. Um, I'm in California. I'm in Southern California in the Temecula Valley. I've been out here for about 25 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Lots of horses. Really? Lots of ranches.
0: Yeah. Well, very nice. Yeah. Well, then you're perfect to talk to. Um, so mm-hmm. we're going to be talking today about horses. So then just, I guess, part about yourself is how did you get involved in in horses,
1: well, like I said, I was born in Orange County, more in like the city. Okay. And my mom actually had a horse. She was she spent like the majority of her teenage years out there and my dad bought her a horse uh-huh. and she was really into riding. And so she's always had a love for horses. Yeah. So I know where I get it now. <laughs> but um we moved out here on a bunch of land and got horses so my mom kind of got me into it and we didn't like ever do anything competitively like I said we lived on land so it was more of just like just jump on our horses and go kind of like taught ourselves and they got us some really good horses to learn on Mm -hmm. and that was just like our life (laughs) and just over the years I'm in my 30s now and I'm still riding and doing the horse thing.
0: Very nice. Well tell me about your horse. He is really beautiful.
1: Oh, thank you. Um his name is Tex. He's <laughs> a Palomino quarter horse. Okay. Um I've had him for a little over six years now. So he's probably about I think fourteen now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he is just at a ranch within minutes of where I live, because unfortunately I live in like a development, not on land, so he's not in my backyard. Yeah. But he's at this beautiful boarding facility just minutes away. And um we've been there for a few months now. I've over the years I've kept him at like my sister's house, um, because she lives on land, but it was just easier to get him closer to me so I could see him more. Yeah. So we have a lot of fun. We do mostly like trail riding and some arena work because I am a mom of two boys. So it can be really difficult to get off the property. So we just spend a lot of time together and just have fun. He's a really, really good horse. Um, I put my kids on him sometimes. Mm -hmm. And he's just really, really sweet. That's
0: so cool. Well, and so I would love to know a little bit more about... um, when you were talking about that he is a palomino can you explain like a little bit about like the different types of breeds or kind of talk to me yeah. or, like i i really don't know anything about horses so tell me a little bit more
1: yeah actually i don't really have many friends that own horses so uh-huh. and i and i share with him you know he's like another one of my kids so i yeah. actually get this question a lot but Like you mentioned, there's so many different breeds of horses and a lot of different disciplines, if you will. Yes. Um, And what I mean by disciplines, you know, a lot of people know, you know, uh, hunter jumping, English, Western is Mm -hmm. more of what you see, you know, Yellowstone and stuff like that. That's really big (laughs) and like more like cattle work. Yes. Um, So I ride Western. And um, so Texas is a quarter horse, which... A lot of people kind of laugh at that name because they think like, is he small? Like, what does that mean? Is he part something else? Sure. <laughs> but um, it's just a breed of horse. Just like if you would think like a dog or cat, there's many different breeds. So that's just his breed. And then being a Palomino is his coloring. So um, again, like if you think of dogs, like they can have so many different colors and patterns. Yes. And a Palomino is he's got a really nice golden coat with like platinum blonde hair, like mane and tail. And he doesn't have like any markings other than a little bit of white on his right back fetlock, like near his hoof area. And he's just like solid penny copper in the summer. He's so pretty with like total gold blonde hair (laughs) and he never gets roots. I'm so jealous. Um, and yeah, he's just I don't want to say plain, but there's a lot of horses that can get a lot of different markings. Like paints are more of like my kids say that they look like cows because they have like the patches. Yeah, um, I kind
0: of picture like an Indian movie. Like that's kind of where yes. I where I picture like the Indian the painted horses.
1: Yes. Yeah, so there's just so many. I can go on and on, but. Yeah, the Palomino is his color, and then him being a quarter horse is his breed.
0: There you go. Okay, that makes more sense, so thank you very mm-hmm. much.
1: Yeah. You're welcome.
0: And so how would you know kind of the health of your horse? Can you give us a little bit of tips? Like when you're going out to go visit Tex, what are some of the mm-hmm. symptoms that you're looking for, making sure that he's in good health, or how do you know when to take care of their, their coat or their hooves? Kind of tell me mm-hmm. a little bit about that.
1: Um, I would say the biggest thing to watch out for is obviously probably the coat. Um, you want like a nice slick shiny coat or even in the winter, um horses can get like really fluffy to keep them warm in the winter. Yeah. Um so their their coat does get a little bit more dull in the winter, but um their health just really comes down to feet, which I'm sure, you know, I don't know how far you want me to get into that, but Feed is definitely probably the most important thing, which you have a bunch of farm animals, you know, like that requires so many different things, like cows and chickens, completely different care, right? Yes. So horses are the same way. They need a very specific diet and you can tell a lot through their coat. So, um, and obviously their behavior, those are probably the two most things you want to look out for, for the health of a horse. So if you're a horse is usually like really laid back and like cool. And then all of a sudden they start acting out with maybe being really spooky or irritable. You can tell that something is up. Mm -hmm. Um, Horses have a very sensitive gut, so they can't, like, let's say, like, um, throw up, like, a dog or cat or anything like that. They can get, like, really bad stomach aches. Okay. And um, they don't spend a lot of time on the ground. Horses actually own, they sleep very little, maybe, like, 45-minute spurts at a time. Wow. So if you see a horse is down a lot, that can, that can mean a lot of, like, gut and internal things like colic. I know a lot of animals can also get colic. Um, so those are just things you want to look out for, um, behavior, a lot of time down on the ground and coat that I would say.
0: Wow. Well, that's good to know too. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, what kind of, let's go into feed because when we were, when we were growing hay, a lot of horse owners would purchase like a specific type of hay from us and making sure that there's a difference Mm -hmm. between hay that is good for your horses and then hay that you would feed to your Um, your donkeys, alpacas, Mm -hmm. and then another type that is good for cows. So can you kind of tell me what you're looking for, what you like to feed Tex?
1: Um, Yeah, so I actually have him on grass feed. So currently um, he is on a Bermuda grass. Okay. And um, horses, you know, if you go back to like horses being in the wild, they don't have anyone to feed them in the morning and at night, right? Right. They're grazing all day. So they're grazing animals. So it's very, very important to have, um, I prefer like a long stem forage, like a hay, like, Um, A lot of people feed alfalfa. A lot of people feed, there's many types of grass, which I'm sure you're familiar with. Sure. Um, So I like to keep a grass in front of him. So the boarding facility I'm at right now currently is feeding Bermuda, Mm -hmm. um, which he's been loving, and he munches on that all day long. Um, I have previously fed like an orchard alfalfa mix, um, and I feel like there's so many types of feeds I could go on all day, but... Like, since you specifically brought up, you know, it's different, what kind of hay quality you would give a horse versus, let's say, like a cow. Yes. Um Like, there's so many different cuts of alfalfa. Um, when you see those big machines go over and cut that alfalfa, the first cut is always going to be the richest. Yes. And then this, the second cut, you know, that's more of like, I mean, you could feed a first cut to a horse, but you're going to get a lot of spunk and hotness mm-hmm. out of that horse um so a lot of people feed a second a second cut what we call is like a number two alfalfa and then usually the third cut is what you would feed probably your donkeys or your cows or any type of hay that has been sitting for a little bit because I know cows can I don't know a ton about cows but I know that they can digest worse stuff than horses. <laughs> That's true. I know you know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Yes. So, um, and then horses along with, you know, like a long stem forage, which needs to be like your horse's main sense of feed. I feed him a pellet and also a beet pulp pellet that just kind of helps give your horse some um, additional minerals, um, that they may require because they're not out eating, you know, in the wild. So we need to provide them with those things. Right.
0: Right. That makes sense. Um,
1: Yeah. And so he gets a beet pulp pellet along with, um, I believe I currently am giving him a Timothy pellet, which is just a different type of grass. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And I provide him with a salt lick for his sodium, which is really important for horses as well. And um, like a hoof and coat supplement. So there's a lot that goes into it. I know it's a lot too think about when you don't know much about horses, but people don't say like horses are a lot of work and all of your money goes to horses for no reason. Cause it is so (laughs) true. They require so much, but it's worth it. Like it is so much fun. And he brings me so much joy that it is so worth it
0: to me i'm so glad to hear that well and like you were saying is that it is a lot of work and you're also spending a great deal amount of time the saddle is expensive and your riding yeah. boots are expensive all that kind of stuff if you're going to do training and boarding all of that kind of things the fencing so what kind of fencing would you say uh would be the best for horses because on our podcast, we were just talking about cattle and I mean, we've dabbled a little bit in, we have many donkeys and so they're not quite as large as your, as your horse. So what yes. kind of, what kind of um, fencing would be best for a horse?
1: Um. Well, I mean, I've seen so many people use so many different types of fencing, like anywhere from like, um, like, a metal pipe corral, which is what Tex is in right now. He's in a 24 by 24 foot um, pen, but he gets turned out several days a week. Um, but I've seen people use barbed wire if they're like pastured. Okay, um, The horses figure it out and it's like, they just know. I know a lot of ranchers do that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know all about that. So um, they also have stud paneling. So when a lot of breeders have, you know um, studs and mares for breeding and whatnot. They're usually about six feet tall. It keeps the horses nice and separated so they can't get to each other. Um, but the mo- the one I'm most familiar with is just the. I think it might be some sort of like thick aluminum. Aluminum. I'm drawing a total blank on this right now. That's probably the most popular. Like if you were to go to a ber- a boarding facility. Okay. You would probably see a three or four rail metal corral or some sort of six foot paneling with almost like a very thick chicken wire, if I could put it like that. It's, okay. It's just yeah, that a makes sense. a thicker gauge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So wide variety.
0: Definitely. Yeah. So you just kind of have to find what's going to work best for your location or what's provided for you. So that's good to yes. know too. Um, yeah. So for hooves, for donkeys, I know on our side of things, we do have to check their hooves. And like sheep, you you get them making sure they're maintained so they're nice and healthy there. How often do you take care of your te- Texas feet?
1: Um, so me specifically, I have my farrier out every eight weeks. Um, just because we are not doing like any type of uh, eating or anything like that. Mm-hmm. We're doing very, very like basic riding right now. I hope to pick that up more as my kids get older. I would love to maybe like get into reining or something like that. Very cool. But um, it just really depends on the horse's activity level and what kind of discipline and riding that you're doing. Um, like barrel racing, for instance, they are probably seeing the farrier far more often. They're wearing shoes, special types of shoes, Um, Texas barefoot. I'm lucky he doesn't have any type of maintenance like that, but the fairy will come out Mm -hmm. and trim him and file him down. I love to say he's getting a pedicure. He gets his (laughs) pedicure every eight weeks and I don't even know the last time I've had one. I
0: know, isn't that true?
1: Yeah. So again, it's just a lot that goes into it. Horses are, I don't want to say complicated, but there's just a lot that goes into their care that is very specific. So yes. that is what I do with Tex. He's what we call barefoot and he gets a pedicure every eight, eight weeks. weeks. Um, he even sees a chiropractor and I don't even know the last time I've seen a chiropractor. Wow. Oh my God. So what <laughs> yeah. is the,
0: what's the health purposes for seeing a chiropractor?
1: um so i mean horse we've been riding horses for i don't even know so so long ago right um and they are a lot of horses have regular jobs or if you think about the horses that compete let's say like a hunter jumper Mm -hmm. they go over that fence and they hit the ground right it is or even working cattle there's a lot of hard stopping and turning it's very very difficult on their bodies sometimes. Okay. And yeah, that makes think sense. About, yeah. Think about almost like an athlete, you know, they probably get, you know, chiropractor work and stuff like that on the regular. Cause they're taking a toll on their bodies. Um, some people don't do chiropractors for their horses and that's, that's totally fine. I think it's, you know, not a necessity, but I think in a way it overall helps the health of your, and performance of your horse because you don't want them to be in any type of discomfort when you're saddling them or when you're riding them. Horses can be very dangerous. They can be unpredictable. So just keeping him adjusted. Um, They come out every, about every 12 months, I have him adjusted. They use essential oils on him. They use like a light therapy on him. It's very, very interesting to watch. And they even do like carrot stretches. It's really cute to get them to like. They use the carrot to kind of bend their bodies in different directions and Mm. make them really reach for it. Um, So there's a lot of benefits to chiropractor work, but it's not a total necessity. Sure.
0: Yeah, you're just looking for the better health for text.
1: Yes, that's so much information. I want to keep him going as long as possible. So,
0: and horses and have a really long lifespan.
1: Yeah, that some of them can even go up to 30 years old, which you don't see often, even ponies like into their 40s, which is like wow. incredible. Yeah, but most horses live probably into about like their mid 20s, mm-hmm. wow. late 20s. Yeah. So, I hope to get another good. 15 years out of him
0: if mm-hmm. I could yes oh I'm so glad that just re- totally makes it feel like he's a part of your family you know to yeah. have some have a connection with an animal for that long that is mm-hmm. so cool Katie yeah. you have so much knowledge <laughs> and <laughs> Thank you. and so you yeah, said that you just, just learned like... all of this from just having texts and then growing up with your family just being around horses all the time that is a lot of knowledge yeah. so that's cool
1: yeah. I mean, I've, I've had several horses over the years and I feel like each one has just taught me something different mm-hmm. um, because it's definitely a sport that you never, ever know it all. You are constantly learning mm-hmm. and horses also teach you a lot about yourself, which I think is so incredible. There's a saying that a lot of people say in the horse world is that your horse is a reflection of you and it could not be more true. Like it is so insane. So yeah, I think it's really helped me grow over the years. And like I said, I've had the really, really sassy, scary horses Mm -hmm. and I've had the really like cool horses and calm horses that are just really laid back and you can pack your kids on, you know, so I've learned a lot over the years and I'm still been minded and learning a lot to this day. Tex teaches me something probably every time that I see him.
0: Wow. Well, and so what is your favorite part about owning Tex?
1: Um, honestly, I think he's almost like a therapy animal for me because there's a lot happening, you know, in the world or even, you know, just before the last year. So it's really nice to have something to turn to. Like, I think some people maybe go to the gym, mm-hmm. you know, some people run marathons or some people have like a therapy dog or something. Like, he's a great outlet for me. So even when he gets older and maybe not you know, rideable or anything in them anymore. He just does like a lot of good for my soul, you know? So even yeah. if I can just go over and pet him and spend time with him, brush him, clean his stall. It's so nice just to get over there.
0: That is so, ex- yeah, that's very nice. Have you been able to share con- um, or be able to take your, your boys out with you and experience kind of what you get off of text as well?
1: Yeah, I mean, unfortunately my husband's gone a lot um with work. So a lot of times I'm over there, my kids are with me. Yeah. Um, and I love that gives them a chance to be outdoors. Cause yeah. kids are just so cooped up and this gives them just time out of their day to go run around, be dirty little boys <laughs> and just like have fun and get fresh air and Um, sometimes they'll come over and help me with texts, but you know, they don't show a lot of interest in horses, which is totally fine. I would love if they would be little cowboys, but that's probably, you know, a girl can dream, but they like to brush him and they have ridden him and stuff before. Um, but they just don't like ask to ride a whole lot or anything. And so they usually just play around while I kind of do my thing with texts and they love feeding him treats. And he loves the kids, I think, because he knows when the kids are around, he gets like (laughs) a lot of scratches and cookies and stuff. So he loves that. Um, My husband doesn't get over there with me much. But when he does, he also knows when he sees my husband that he gets treats and my husband doesn't ride. He has he was not he was like raised completely opposite of me. So he's more of like very supportive, like go do your thing. I'm glad you have him, but like he is not into horses or riding at all.
0: Right. Oh my gosh. That's funny.
1: Yeah. And yeah. it's
0: opposites attract. They always say Me that. <laughs> well, very nice. Yeah. Well, Katie, is there anything else that you would like to add that you think that we should know about the knowledge and your experience with horses?
1: Um, You know what? I get asked a lot of questions about texts all the time and it's more of just like isn't aren't you scared of him? Isn't it scary being on him? And I'm like, kind of laugh because I am not a very outgoing person. I mean, you will not get me on a motorcycle. You will not get me to skydive or even go on a roller coaster. Oh yeah. But I'll get on a horse. Like, <laughs> I
0: they're don't know what it is, animals. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I know a lot of people are scared of them and maybe they think they're scary, but they're really, really just oversized puppy dogs at the end of the day. Um, they're super duper sweet. They love connecting with people. They're honestly like a big puppy dog. That's the best way that I can put it. And I feel like anyone that's been on a horse, I feel like they'll be like, oh, I got bucked off one time. And I'm like, you didn't get bucked off. You fell off because you (laughs) didn't know how to ride. Yeah. So yeah, just, it's, it's a really fun sport. And if you ever get the opportunity to try it, I highly, highly recommend it. Um, like I said, it's insanely relaxing and just a good way to de-stress. So if you have an opportunity to go jump on a horse somewhere, we do trail rides here in wine country where I live.
0: Oh, how beautiful.
1: Yes. Where you can just get on a horse and go ride through the vines. If you ever get a chance to do something like that, take the opportunity. Don't be afraid.
0: Well, that is some really good insight. I Love it. Thank you so much, Katie, for your time today. I really appreciate it. This has been so awesome. And so eye-opening. I had no idea like just all the ins and outs and the daily maintenance or the weekly maintenance that goes into owning a horse. But I do know that animals are so spectacular in the the therapy. So I had a feeling you were going to say that he adds so much joy to your to your family, to your life. So that is good to hear.
1: Yeah. Well, thank you for having me and I know there is so much more you could dig into this and just the tip of the iceberg but it was a lot of fun chatting with you about it and I love being able to share this with people because like I said I don't have a lot of like horse friends I'm usually like over there by myself (laughs) so thanks for the opportunity for me to talk horses and I'm not boring my husband with it
0: (laughs) no not at all maybe you need to get into like a maybe you need to get into some more some sort of a I don't know a riding group or find some find some friends near you that sounds fun
1: yeah, once I get these kids back in school, I am taking my time and I'm gonna make friends. I'm gonna make them be my friend and I'm
0: gonna write <laughs> I don't know if they're gonna go back to school anytime soon. It feels like it feels like online school is, is life right now.
1: <laughs> yes. I relate to much that. So. Mm-hmm. Someday. Yes. Someday. Well, good luck, Katie.
0: Thank you so much again for your time. I so I'm so grateful for you taking taking a couple minutes out of your day and I just I'm so grateful for you. Thank you, Katie.
1: Oh, you're so welcome. So good to see your face. I love following you. Aw, thank you. Rupert is like my favorite thing on the planet. He's so (laughs) cute. So keep those videos coming. I will. All right. Bye, Katie. Bye. See you later.